a fallout shelter somewhere under Seattle, Washington, is the show you've been waiting for. Get ready to join your hosts, John and Kenrick, as they talk comics, movies and more. Now here's Spoiler Country! Alright, welcome back to Spoiler Country. I'm Kenrick and that is Mr. Horsley. And today on the show, well, it's going to be all about Shazam! 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 And a little bit of... And a and a little bit of Buffy, and a little bit of Buffy, and it's gonna be. It's, I mean, we have two topics today, two two hot takes, and so we're gonna see how we can uh, we can meld those together into one cohesive show for you. Yeah, it, it'll be well. It won't be. There'll, there'll be tons of tangents, like always, but it won't be that. Good. We will stay on topic one hundred percent of the time without fail, well, guaranteed. Well, let's just do this because I think our Buffy conversation is gonna get weird. It's gonna get super weird. Yeah, so let's start with Shazam. Yeah. Today is March 23rd, or is it the 22nd? It's 23rd. I'm 23rd. Okay, today, 23rd. And yesterday, Johnny messaged me and says, dude, they're showing an early showing, a one-day-only thing to see Shazam in theaters, full movie. You have to buy your tickets through Fandango. Actually, there was actually quite a few other movie sites that you could buy your tickets from. Yeah. And you could have gone just, you could just go to the theater, and you could have bought your tickets right there. But still. But, but still, so I purchased a ticket, went and saw it by my house. You unfortunately were not able to go see it. I was but not. I got to see Shazam a full, what, almost two weeks early. A week. No, it comes out It comes out on Friday, on the 5th. It comes out on the 5th. Well, I don't know. April 5th, whatever that is, is when it comes out. Yeah. Y- yeah. Well, that's like two weeks from now. There you go. Two weeks from now, I guess. But still, <laughs> I can't. Don't look at me for math. I don't like numbers. But- yeah, I was sad because I really, really wanted to see it. So, like, it, it was just a crazy chaos event. So, like, I moved last Tuesday yeah. to my new house. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it is what it is. My mom and you'll was go here. see it on the fifth. Yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, my mom was here, so like, I, I tried to convince my mom to go see it with me, and she was like, "Well, I want to go see it, but we're doing." I'm like, "Mom, just, just go, I'll, I'll, I'll buy you a ticket. I'll buy you popcorn. Let's go." She's like, "No, no, no," and I'm like, "Fine." So we did. We should have see the the way it's your mom's heart and all mom's heart is to say. But it's just you and I, Mom. Let's just have this moment for the two of us to to spend some time together and watch a movie, <laughs> and and it'll it'll be fun. And they'll be like, "Oh, he wants to spend time with me," and they'll be like, "Okay." And then in in the back of your mind, you'd be like, <laughs> "But see, my mom was like, mom was like, well, we're already spending time together, Johnny, so we're good." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> damn it. <laughs> so you saw. What, me... What'd you think? DC man is on their way. This is the movie. And the way they should have been doing it from the beginning, yeah, it was tremendous. I I can't say anything bad about it. You know what I mean? I really can't. It has the cheese factor in a way because Shazam. When you think of Shazam, it's hard to think how are you going to do that movie. And when you sent me like two years ago or a year and a half ago, <laughs> whenever the still started coming out, you sent me the Zachary Levi still shot of him like. You know, in, suit, in yeah. an action shot in the suit. And it was just like, oh, my God, that looks so bad. And, <laughs> you know, all these movies had just come out. Everybody was just berating uh, DC left and right on their movies. And then they send out still shots of that. And I was just like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. But I got and and you could only hear like if you think about it, hearing Shazam and then the lightning and then he's turning in to Captain Marvel or turning into Billy Batson. And then you're like, OK, how many times can they do that in the movie? And at some point, you're just gonna your your suspension of disbelief is gonna go away, right? You know, right? But they leaned into the cheese, man. Good. But it was scary at times. 
for for when you when you suspend your disbelief, it really was. And then the it made you laugh. It made you feel like the whole nostalgia of family through the whole thing. Nice. And then it just I don't want to get too far off on the ledge and I don't want to put too much on it. You know what I mean? Right, right. But I would put this in contention for me on the same level as Goonies. And I'm not, that is no, that is no joke. That's a big fucking bar to put it to, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause I just felt like it's like the kids and then the way the movie goes, the how much you laugh, what happens at the end. They have a very special guest at the end of the movie that you're just like, it is making you just die laughing when it happens. And it's just, it was, I don't know, man. It was real. They did a really fucking good job on that movie. And I can't wait to go see it again. See, I'm I'm really sad that I didn't get to go see it today because I'm ex- I've been excited for this movie. I've been trying to, I've been holding my excitement in a little bit, but like, I love Shazam. I love Captain yeah. Marvel, like the the real Captain Marvel. I mean, Captain Marvel, the Marvel, whatever. But this is the real Captain Marvel. Right. But you know, I I love this character. I just love the idea of a kid getting becoming not just getting powers, but becoming visually an adult. You know, oh, and having to deal dude, with that. <laughs> the whole thing of having of. Dealing with his powers for the first time, it was just so funny. And then, I mean, the trailer sets you up for what yeah. the movie is going to be like, and it right. doesn't disappoint. That's the best way to put it. Well, and from the trailer that I saw, and you've seen, obviously, you've seen the whole movie. From the trailer that I saw, you know, Zachary Levi does such a great job of capturing oh. the useful the useful innocence of a kid, a fifteen. I saw kid. the trailer first. <laughs> yeah, we're at San Diego Comic Con, and I ran to your room because yeah. we were in the same. <laughs> I remember. Hotel. You got to watch this. You got to watch this. <laughs> oh man. I, it is so I I can't say enough. It is so good. It really is. And and I I would have watched it again. I would if they would have just re re ran it right then and there. I totally would have sat through that again. No problem. Nice. So was it was it was it uh, was it was it as good or better than Spider Verse? Ah, that's hard because Spider Verse is a different medium. Yeah, it is a different medium. So it's you kinda... know, it's just it's different. It, I think it's is it's, um, that's the. It's neck and neck, you know what I mean? It's they're both really good. So I, I asked that question because you said the same thing about Spider Verse, how you want to just go watch it right again immediately. So yeah, yeah. Well, I really enjoyed Spider Verse. I really enjoyed Shazam. Um, I just, I, I think when when it comes to Shazam, you know, I made the Goonies comment, and I'm going to stick by that. But a lot of it has to do because of DC's movies compared to Marvel has been so subpar. I've enjoyed all the movies. Yeah, I have been their biggest proponent than anybody else you know what i mean like i have people like oh that's shitty and i've just been like no man i'm just so happy i get to see some of the these people on screen and 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 this the way it is it's amazing and and i really like i like bvs i did i still like it you know but this one this is how they should have been doing it and it was just so refreshing and then you're watching it you're just like Wow, it was just so like because that movie has everything, right? I mean, it has it, it's got some scary moments, it's got some horrific moments when you're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe they just showed that." <laughs> but then it makes you laugh, it makes you think, it make it gives you it it gave me nostalgic feelings for the movies I watched in the 80s without being a movie from the 80s. That's, Does that makes sense. That, oh, that makes 100%. Yes, that makes perfect sense. I it makes I'm even more excited to see it now than I yeah. was before. Yeah. I mean, it was it, it was tremendous. It really was. I, I highly recommend when it comes out on April 5th that you are the first person in line to go see it. I will be seeing it first showing. The first showing I can go see it at. 
Yeah, so, I think you can see it on the 4th on Thursday. Pro- I'll probably get it Thursday night. I do have one question for you, though, that may be spoiler territory. So if you don't want to hear the spoiler question, everybody listening, uh, skip ahead like three minutes. Yeah. Um, but and it might not have to take that long. In the movie, is there the tiger? The There is a tiger in the movie. Okay. Yeah. That's all I want to know. Don't yeah. say anything else. Don't say anything more. Okay. okay. I just want to know if there was a tiger in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. And one, one more, one more. Did they, <laughs> did they ever make any, any kind of joke about the whole Captain Marvel name? Uh, well, actually, they did in a roundabout way because they don't ever use Captain Marvel, and they ha- and they come up with a bunch of names. Right, I know that. I know in the trailer they talk. They say Captain Sparkle Fingers, which is funny. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they call him the Red Cyclone, and they call him a whole bunch of other things. Yeah. But it's 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 pretty funny. They never say Captain Marvel. They're not going to use Captain Marvel. They'll well, never they, use that name again. Well, they they so they can. They could if they wanted to, but they won't. Yeah, they can, but they won't. Yeah, exactly. It just so that whole that whole name thing. It, it still irks me to this day. But I I get it. But I hate it. You know. <laughs> yeah, but it's beyond just Marvel too. That I, I know that there's, there's a whole legality with DC and Fawcett and there's there's a, there's some weirdness about it. It's not so just the fact the, that. Marvel used it for a character of theirs. So the history of it is Superman came out in 1938. Fawcett created Captain Marvel in 1940. DC sued Fawcett because they said Captain Marvel was too similar to Superman. DC, or sorry, National Periodicals back then kept Fawcett in basically court for 10 years over it. Yeah. Finally got determined that uh, Fawcett won at the cost of basically their company of, of they lost basically all their money paying for legal fees by the 1950s Fawcett went bankrupt in the 1970s national periodicals or dc comics licensed the right to use captain marvel as a character yeah. but at that point marvel when Fawcett's copyright went out on the name captain marvel marvel quickly made a captain marvel character marvel in 1966 or something like that yeah, seven can't really blame him so they, they took the name and then DC licensed it in '74, I think it was, and then they actually bought the characters in '94 or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, all that aside, it's, it's kind of payback for DC not to have the name for all the bullshit they did to Fawcett back in the '40s and '50s. So it's kind of like you came around to bite him in the ass in the end. Yeah. Because had they not fought all that, Fawcett wouldn't have been out of wouldn't wouldn't have gone out of, bit, and really, out of business. And really, and why the name. were they really licensing the name only to to stick it to Marvel at that time too? Well, no, they licensed the character. They they, they were trying to, they were trying to get the name back because they wanted the character because Captain Marvel was a big seller. So they licensed the character the whole the character the whole all the mythos uh, in the seventies. Yeah. But they had, but they had to call it. So if you remember, and then they made the TV show. Have you watched the TV show? It's so bad. The, the, the TV show is not called Captain Marvel, right? No, it's called Shazam. Exactly. And the comics yeah. that came back were called, were called, you know, Shazam or with the word Shazam. They were never called Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Well, regardless of all that, and and anybody who wants, they can maybe we'll do a show on that someday. Or actually, Johnny just gave you the mini review of that. One. I mean, yeah, that's 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 the, the Cliff Notes version of it there. Yeah. But off the top the, of my head, too, no notes on that. <laughs> yeah, the movie what today was stupendous. Yeah, I I'm excited wait to, to see it, it again. I cannot yeah. wait to see it. To be honest, I am so stoked to see it. Yeah, and so are my so kids. Funny. Yeah, like, it was funny because there's was... some scenes that are pretty like um, I don't know. I mean, there's some there's a scene where a guy gets his head bitten off. So, oh, nice, nice Venom style. Jesus. Yeah. So when when we saw Captain Marvel with all the kids, right? Yeah. 
Tegan the whole time was like, I don't want to watch Captain Marvel. I want to see Shazam. And I'm like, oh, you want to watch Captain Marvel? She's like, no, I want Shazam. And I was like, you want to watch no. Captain Marvel? <laughs> You're messing with her. She doesn't know. <laughs> right, right. But the, the point was, is she would, she was like, no, I want to go see, she wanted to see Shazam. She did not want to watch Captain I mean, she ended up liking it, but she's like, I don't, I want to watch Shazam. It looks funny. Yeah. I want to watch, I'm like, it's not out yet, baby. <laughs> yeah. And there is two scenes. There's a scene halfway through the credits and then a scene at the very end after all the credits. Yeah, yeah. Just so you know, that. even though that. it's kind of like, eh, you can you could probably YouTube them later and and be just fine. Yeah, yeah. If you don't well, want to sit through the credits, but the I'm, credits are are quick. Most most after credit scenes you can YouTube, but you can do later and be fine. You know. Yeah, yeah. But yes, there you go. There you go. There's your quick your quick Shazam review without There's being too spoilery. Down and dirty Shazam review. Go down and dirty. Down and dirty. So let's yo, talk. Yo. Let's talk Buffy for a second because we've been talking Buffy for the last couple of days in text and Yeah, because <laughs> I did not read or I did not watch Buffy when it came out. Because I was in my twenties, I was doing a bunch of other things, and it just wasn't something I was interested in at that time. Um fast forward twenty years later, I figured, well, everybody's like there's a big there's a huge crowd of people that love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I have fandom. grown to like Josh Whedon. Over Firefly and his version of Avengers was great. Uh, you know, he kind of actually set the blueprint of how to do the superhero team up thing. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and a lot of his stuff has been really good. So, and I loved, I'm a big Dr. Horrible sing along blog fan. Right. So I was like, well, shit, I might as well give Buffy a chance because I've never watched it. So the, the last few days, I started with episode one. Now, like, I've seen episodes here and there back, you know, through 20 years, you know what I mean? But yeah, never, yeah. like, in secession, never in a row, n- never knew what was going on, always in the background. Not, like, sitting down and paying attention. Right, you know, right. You know what I mean? I knew who Buffy was, and I knew that she had and – I, and I was a fan of the movie, actually. Yeah. I had a huge crush on Christy Swanson. But that is not <laughs> the TV show. No, not at all. So Very different. Yeah, so I started watching the TV show, and they introduced Angel right away mm-hmm. in the first episode, which I didn't know that. Um, uh, he's my OG. sister. He's OG. Yeah, my sister was a big Buffy fan. She she's passed away, but she was a big uh, Buffy fan, and she was a big Angel fan. You know, mm-hmm. and but I never, I just never got into him. So I started watching it, and then I don't know. I, I like him. It's it's good. The first season's really hard to watch. First season is tough. I, I'll tell this, I tell this to you in text, and you decide to watch it normal, which was fine. But yeah. the first season is actually easier to watch if you watch seasons two and three first. If you go two, three, one, four, five, six, seven, it's a, it's a much easier that? watch. Because a lot of the stuff in season one, and I don't know, it's just like season two and three are so good, and they build stuff up that going back and watching season one, it's like watching a prequel after a film. It, it gives you all the setup stuff that you learn in two and three. Uh, just, well, season one is is it's only fifteen episodes long. I don't think they didn't know if they were going to actually have seasons two and three and four and all that kind of stuff. Is it 15? I thought it was 13. No, it's only it's 15. And because I just got done watching it and (laughs) and it's 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 very um, I don't know. It's 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 very discombobulated. And and the the master is kind of an annoying bad guy. (laughs) Yeah, the master is kind of a weird bad guy. And where are the fucking cops in this town? All these people (laughs) are dying. Like, I would not let my kid go to that school. You know, I mean, the, everybody on. dies. The the te- the principals get eaten. The you know, 
students are dying. It's it's like normal. Like people are just like, oh, well, you know, it's it's normal, but it's not normal. And it's like you would ex- at least expect, like they should have a version of Sam and Twitch on that show, right? That is coming to the school and investigating and continually investigating, saying something is wrong in this school because we are always dealing with dead kids and dead faculty. What is going on? But there's right. nothing. And you know, you know, and, and weird things happen, and everybody's just okay. They're just okay with it. Like those kids, when when everybody gets possessed by the hyenas, oh, and those God, other four yeah. kids eat the teacher, eat the principal, eat them, eat them, and then they don't even talk about it. Like, eh, it's whatever. It's no big deal. You you don't need therapy. You're fine. Walk, yeah, walk it even off. though they walk all remember everything because right. Xander remembers everything that happened during that time. Even yeah. though he lies and says he doesn't, but he does. Right, and it's like. What the fuck, man? It's, it's just weird, man. There's a lot of things that could make the show extraordinary if they took some time to deal with the human nature of what they're going through. Yeah. Right? The psychosis of it all. But they don't. Everything's just like this light and fluffy kind of weird thing. And then I get into Angel's character, and this is what is making it really hard to watch, John. It is yeah. making it super hard and that he's a pedophile. She is 16 years old, and he is over 200. And it's like, I'm sorry, if I have a 16-year-old daughter and some guy in their tw- that looks like they're in their 20s... It, well, he is. is I mean, he, 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 was turned, he was turned when he was 26. Sure, but he's still over 200. It doesn't yeah. really matter. He's well over uh, above the age that he should be to go out <laughs> yeah. with a 16-year-old. And then in the second season, they have sex when she's just Seven. turned 17. Yeah. And it's like, everybody's like, it's normal. It's like, oh, he, he loves you. It's all good. The teachers, everybody. It's like, it's okay. It's not a big deal. And it's like, the guy's a fucking pedophile. And he just fucking fucked a child. And yeah. everybody's okay. It's like, I had, I did not care that he lost his soul. Because that's the whole thing, right? He, if he has a moment of pure happiness, he loses his soul because of a gypsy curse. Which is like, what the right. fuck? How is this a curse? But you it, cursed him with a soul so he could yeah. have all the powers of a vampire, but have the feelings of a human. But then if he has that, pure soul, it, it, it has happiness and then he goes back to being a, a demon. Yeah, you know, it's like, it doesn't make like, sense. It, do, it there's no, What's the down... I, I don't know. I don't get... Where's the punishment in this? You know what right. I mean? And then he fucks a 17-year-old and and then he becomes a bad guy. Which, he, he, bas- he, he basically lives the pedophile he, dream. Yeah, he lived the pedophile dream and then, he, and then he's becoming the bad guy as he should. And it's like, I kind of want him to be staked because it's like, what right. the fuck, dude? And then, and then the fact that everybody's just like, yeah, no big deal, and What's it's just, funny, it's disturbing. I never thought about that really, that that aspect of it until you mentioned. It. I was like, no, that is fucking creepy. Because and then I thought, I even said in text, I was like, oh well, maybe he was, you know, he, he was turned, so he kind of stayed the age he was turned, whatever. But he was yeah. twenty six when he was turned, so he was already a decade older than her when he was turned. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to just do that. She's not even done growing in yeah. the in the sense of the story itself, right? Because I think Sarah Michelle Gellar was in her early 20s when she did that show. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, the girl playing Cor- uh, Cordelia is almost 30 playing a 17-year-old. <laughs> I know, right? Chris McCarpenter. <laughs> she's great, though. She's great. Oh, no, she's great. She plays it perfect. But it's just like, I. it's hard, dude. I, it's hard for me to get over it. I'm like watching it. I'm just like, but every time I mean, they show them have an intimate moment, I want to puke. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. But, dude, almost all vampire stories are pedophilic. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I put this it. out on Twitter. I said, da 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 da. You know what I just basically said. Kevin Joseph was like, yeah, but 
No, and ah, Buffy rules. Because <laughs> I don't think he ever, it did never dawn on him, but Dennis right. Karen came back and said, you know, said the exact same thing you just said. He goes, I think, he goes, yeah, he goes, he felt that way too, but all vampire stories are, are pedophilia. I mean, look at Twilight. Look at Twilight. Yeah. Yeah, Huge. same thing. Jane they kept story. going back to yeah. high school. Yeah. They got, and it's I just mean, like, they're oh. They're fucking predators, man. They're fucking high school predators. Yeah. <laughs> It's just it's just weird, you know, because I, I guess my brain just I guess like if I was in my twenties, I probably wouldn't have crossed. I probably wouldn't have have uh, connected those dots. See, I watched it when I was in my early twenties. I was like, I think I watched it. I watched all seven seasons of Buffy and Angel at like in my early twenties. So was before. Well, you're like seventeen or sixteen when it came out. I didn't watch when it came out though. I didn't start watching Buffy until season six. Like, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't until it was almost done that I actually started watching it. Okay. And um. And so it was like, you know, 2002 or something. So I was like 20 years old, I guess. Yeah. And I mean, I, I never put, I mean, I obviously I knew he was older and she was in high school, but my brain was like, eh, it's fine. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Because whatever. to you at that age, if you're like 21, 22, you're looking at a 17 year old. You're like, that's not that young. Yeah. That's, that's three years younger than me. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 you can, you can rationalize it that it's okay. Yeah. Cause you're that close, you know, but yeah, it, it's just, it's just like. I don't know. And now I think about it, I'm like, that's, I mean, but that's it, most vampire stories, though, are, are that way. It's always some young 26? girl and some old dude, but 26, Tw- yeah. Seven, you might be like, ooh, 17, way too young. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, seriously. By the time I was, by the time I was like 25, I was, or not even 25, by the time I was like, you know, mid 20s, 22, 23, I was just like, no, high schools, or, yeah. that's too young. Yeah. And the thing is, is if you think about the human body and growth, and if she's supposed to be only 16, 17, she's not even done growing, like physically growing. Her feet right. are still getting bigger. Her bra size is going to change. She, her height's going to change. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everything. Maybe not. Maybe not. But most likely, yes. It's just weird, man. It's and weird. It's, I mean, and, it, and it's hard when you go back, like you have that thought now, now go back and watch it. And then you'll be like, oh, that guy needs to die. Yeah, and he doesn't though. He doesn't no, die. It's his own TV show. Yeah, five five seasons on his own show. <laughs> I like I like Angel though. Angel's Angel's a fun show because it's a diff, it's a different yeah. kind of show than Buffy. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. No, I don't, I'm excited to watch it. I mean, I'll get over that portion because I know at the end of the day, it's just a TV show. But I kind of wish the writers would address things like that. They should have addressed that and said, "Oh, you know, like anything. You know, like I would rather had Angel." be a newly turned vampire, 18 years old, fighting with his addiction of blood and trying to get over this effect of what he has become. And Buffy is helping him through that. And in that nature, they have fallen in love and taken this next step. That would have been cooler. That would have been made more sense. And that would have emboldened me to like the characters more. But this, in my brain, in my 44-year-old brain, I'm just watching this going, this is... This is how to. This is how you lure a child. This is some Chris Hansen shit. Yeah. How about you have a seat? Have a seat right yeah. here. Have, have a seat right over here. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Angel. How you doing? Have a seat it, right over here. Yeah. It 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 grosses me out. It like I physically like I was on the plane watching one of the episodes <laughs> when they first kissed on the way back from Dallas, and I yeah. literally had a lump in my throat where I had to like keep swallowing <laughs> because I was like getting so grossed out by it. Oh man! Because you're, you know, you're trying to be in the moment of the show, and then, and that's what you're thinking. You're like, and and it's not the fact that they're kissing, as more the fact that everybody is okay with everything that's going on, and no one, everything's complicit. 
Well, and I think that's what drives me nuts. Is the only the only concern is the fact that he's a vampire, not the fact that he's like you know preying on a sixteen year old. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, back to your point about you, you'd have been better off if he was eighteen and turned. Like, if you would have been younger and turned, like even if he was turned back in the eighteen hundreds, whatever he was turning, right? And it, yeah. or sorry, seven. He was turned in like seventeen fifty three or something like that. Right. But um, if he if if he would have been like you know a teenager then. I could still be like, okay, I could still justify, okay, well, he's still technically a teenager, but, but lived for hundreds of years because he's a vampire, whatever. That's, I mean, it's it's kind to of me, a loophole. It's, it's a loophole it's around a it, loophole, but it makes, yeah. but it, that would be more palpable and easier to, to, to digest than him being 26. Almost 30. Turn, almost 30 in turn and then going after going after high school girls. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> Which is funny because we're sitting here, be, like ripping this apart, but I love that show so much. Oh, dude, <laughs> most of it is this is the only thing that bugs me. Seriously, like everything else yeah, has been fun, yeah. and and the and the lack of cops and some of the yeah. other stuff. But I'm looking at it differently than just enjoy, you know, because I'm yeah. like, there's a part of me that's just like I'm watching it, and obviously I'm enjoying it because I'm almost done with season two. Nice, I'm like on nice. episode seventeen or something like that on season two, and then. And I'm looking ahead on Hulu because I can't wait for them to get into high def, which is season four. Right, right. Season I, four, everything goes to 16 by nine and it looks better because season one, dude, I didn't realize how bad resolution in 1997 was. It's bad. Yeah. Dude, it's and like, there's, oh, so it, are, the one, are the ones you're watching, are they widescreen or are they, uh, are they four by nine? No, they're four, four by, by three, nine. Three. Four by and three, I, I mean. uh, Yeah, four by three. And, and Josh Whedon said, he goes, those first three seasons I shot with the intention of them being four by nine three because yeah. that you know and so well, they they did a whole thing of making it high def did you read that yeah i did yeah they they released dvd versions they of them. fucked they it actually, up they widescreen and it was terrible yeah there's like you could see a cameraman yeah <laughs> there's like stuff in the way but i guess they have gone back and fixed a lot of that yeah like so, I mean, has. yeah uh, it's it's funny what's what it was it's what i was thinking of you today because i was looking on let go because we just i mean as, as i mentioned earlier we just moved to our house so we're looking yeah. for like furniture and shit yeah because you know living in rentals for three years we didn't really have furniture sure. too much sure so i'm looking and i'm looking i'm scrolling through let go to look for like dressers and bookcases and stuff and somebody's selling all seven seasons of buffy on dvd for thirty dollars for 30 bucks 30 bucks <laughs> yeah it's all on hulu yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but I thought I, saying, I thought I thought of you. I thought of you when I saw it. Oh, like, oh. <laughs> See, I, I wanted to. So, what got me to go back was one that you've you've mentioned Buffy quite a few times and how much you've you've enjoyed it and and yeah and that you've gone back a few times and and rewatched it. Yeah, yeah. I still like it. Season one's always hard to watch, but I, I do. I I enjoy the show overall. Yeah, and then uh, the new Boom Studios. Uh, Josh Whedon has signed a deal with Boom Studios, and he's launching all these new books. He's he's redone yeah. Firefly. They're starting with number one, and he's redoing basically redoing doing all the little um, changes he's always wanted to make on in Buffy, and basically starting from the beginning. Yeah, you know, in yeah. Boom within Boom Studios. So I, you know, the first episode is called Welcome to Hellmouth, which didn't make sense when I was reading the comic book, but now that I've watched the first two seasons, it makes a a lot of sense. It's a whole lot of sense. Yeah. You know, hold on. P- pause for one second here about Boom Studios. Did you notice they were not at Emerald City Comic Con this year? Yeah, you actually pointed it out. Yeah, the, the whole you usually the whole middle walkway is Boom yeah. Studios, and they weren't there this year. That was really weird. Yeah, it was really, really, really weird. And because from everybody we talked to at Emerald, that everybody had a really good con, a good show. Yeah. 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 So that was kind of weird that they weren't there. But back to Buffy. Yeah. So they just released the new Buffy series. 
th- that Josh Whedon, I think he wrote the first one or maybe he's, he's part of it, but he has, I know he has other writers cause I'm seeing it cause I got the first four books. Yeah. So I read them. I'm like, Oh, this is really fun. Uh, that's always a, a great way. Gateway for me is if you have a comic book and I read the comic book and then I'm going to want to watch whatever else there is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Get into it. Yeah. It's a good gateway. It's a good gateway drug. So, yeah. So I was like, Oh, well, now I kind of want to watch the TV show because I never watched it. And then I saw it. And I'm like, oh, it's on Hulu. Sweet. I have a Hulu subscription. And so, yeah. So I just started watching it. And then the angel fiasco happening. And then the the cops. And then, <laughs> you know. And it's funny because I tweeted it out. And we've got quite a few people actually liking it going because yeah. they agree. <laughs> when you, how can you not agree with that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Are you going to watch Angel too? Yeah, I'll, I'll watch Angel too. I mean, because I know it's not like. I don't know. I, I think some of it is supposed to be that she is this chosen person. She's not normal. She's she's, she's mature beyond her, beyond her years. She's again, mature and wise more than than any normal sixteen year old. But that's not how she, they portray her in the TV show. She's very no. bubbly. She's you know shoes and clothes and boys. You know, so yeah. it's just yeah, and she and she kicks ass, and she kicks ass. Yeah, and it's it's just so funny because you can really tell when they when they switch when it's not uh, Sarah <laughs> Michelle Geller because like her stunt double like in the second season or maybe the first season is like a good two or three inches taller and just fucking wider and just yeah. like you know and the the hair is always in the way and everything it's yeah. just so funny it's it's funny it's, <laughs> but it's you get you suspend too. your disbelief and the story yeah. is actually pretty interesting and they're having a lot of fun so it's it's. It, it it is a lot of fun. And you met, have you, you met Darla and Spike already, right? Dru, uh, Drusilla, yeah. Drusilla, yeah. Have they Spike, used Darla yeah. yet? Yeah. Who? Okay, Darla. Which one was she, Darla? She's a blonde. I think she's in the very first episode. Oh yeah, she's dead. She's long dead. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just I like Spike a lot. Spike Spike is actually one of my favorite characters in the whole show. No, yeah, okay. Well, right now he's an evil bastard. So. He's I, an evil bastard for the whole thing, but he's one of my favorite characters. Oh, is he an evil bastard for the whole thing? Well, I thought there were times I, where he's kind I don't of like an anti-hero. Well, because I've seen some of the episodes where he, where I knew that he would, they were working together. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I don't know the storyline, right? I don't know. I don't. I couldn't tell you when or where or, or anything, and I just remember watching it, and I remember the character Spike, and I remember seeing the guy. Yeah. And, but I don't, yeah. No, I like Spike. I, I actually didn't name my cat. When I was at that time frame, he was a black cat, and I named him Spike after Spike from Buffy and um, Spike Spiegel from uh, Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> That's funny, Cowboy Bebop. It's a good. I love that show, man. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I, it's weird going back and having like a full on seven seasons of something that I like today that I didn't really like in, in my twenties, but now I have like seven seasons to binge. Yes, well, seven and then five plus five of Angel. I mean, you got more yeah. there too. Yeah, so. yeah. And then is there talk of doing a Buffy movie or something? They've been talking about rebooting it for a long time, but I mean, they got to should be they careful. reboot it or should they just just do a continuation? I mean, if they continue it, they can't call it Buffy, right? They can call it the Slayers or something like that because it wouldn't be Buffy unless they have Sarah Michelle Gellar in there as like a mentor role, which would be cool. I'm on totally on board with that, but like. I mean, once you get to the season, the seventh season, you know, you kind of understand. You kind of understand why they can't really just pick oh, it up. Okay. Yeah. But I mean, if they rebooted it, they could they could reboot it and do it however they wanted to. And they'd be fine, but they gotta be careful because look at the Charmed reboot. They they totally botched the Charmed reboot. 
you know? Yeah. So, I mean, so, it's just <laughs> so I just go- So I just Googled it. One of the most, this is right off of The Verge. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> One of the most, you know what The Verge is, right? Theverge.com? What is it? It's a it's a it's a tech blog. Oh yeah yeah I know I thought you meant yeah I know I know what it is I've been yeah before. but do, do you know what it, it was born out of Engadget? So oh, was it Engadget was a really popular one like five or six years ago maybe more longer mm-hmm. and then they were purchased by AOL right Engadget was and then all those original guys that were the writers and produce and editors of Engadget left and started their own that's the Verge. Oh, nice. And that's how it became big. The only problem with The Verge and Engadget with these original guys is they they are so, like, in the lap of Apple. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the iPhone could do no wrong. (laughs) It's just like, okay. Anyways, that's irrelevant. Speaking of no wrong, Apple, real quick. That's my bias coming out. Have you heard about the hyphen hack right now? No. If you have an iPhone, any any iPhone updated to the newest update right now, so yeah. if like the next probably until they fix it, so from now until the next week or so, yeah. And you, you go to not to Siri, but you go to like any speech search, even even when it's locked, and just say hyphen 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 hyphen, the phone crashes. Wow, takes less than five seconds to crash a phone by saying hyphen over and over again. That's interesting. Yeah. So there's our tangent of the episode. Getting there back go, into the Buffy, I was asking about a Buffy movie. It's not a Buffy movie. They're thinking about doing a reboot. Now, yeah. people who know, uh, there used to be, well, not used to be, they just canceled the show Midnight Texas. Yes. It was like two seasons, and then it didn't go. But the creator, Monica uh, Subreen. I hope okay. I said her name right. Monica Subreen. Sounds good to me. She was. She's working with Joss Whedon on a new version of his signature show, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Initial reports suggested the new show would be a reboot with a woman of color in the title role. Yeah. Well, they I have mean, Kendra, so why don't they just do a Kendra show? Right. I mean, they've got. Uh, why? That's fine. Why? Why not just do Kendra? I mean, you know what I mean. You already have. Yeah. A Slayer yeah. of color. Just do her. Yeah. Why, Why change the character? Because the character's been around since 1993 now. So you're talking almost 30 years of the uh, of history. Why change all that? Just just do a new character. Well, and part of part of what Buffy was is like when she was created. Well, why she's a blonde white girl that's, that's looks to, named named Buffy is to you know be not be what you expect. You expect yeah. a blonde. Valley Girl Buffy to be this one thing, and she's totally opposite of that. That's like the whole aspect of the character. Yeah, she's a Valley Girl. Yeah, which I mean, you can have a, a woman of color as a Valley Girl, but it's like yeah. the whole visual thing there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 whatever. It's it's not at yeah, the end of the day, really... not a big deal. All I'm saying is they already have a vampire slayer named Kendra, and she's Jamaican. Yeah. So yeah. why not just use her? And and because that would be cool. You know, have her move to, you know, if you don't want to do it in Jamaica, you could do it in Jamaica. That would be amazing. Or have her move to, like, Nor- New Orleans. Nolens. Nolens. You know? Yeah, I mean, or anything. I don't, I don't know. Like, that's, that's that's a very touchy topic that I feel like if it's no matter weird. what I say about it, I can't say the right thing. Yeah, it's just it's weird. Like, I, I think, well, we've we've said this so many times in the past. Stop changing characters. Just make new ones. Well, and that's and this thing. Don't change the character just to change the character. Right. Like, if there's a reason to make her a woman of color because they're making the setting in a place where that makes sense, wonderful. I'm right. fully on board. 
But if you're changing the main character to be a woman of color or to be something else, just so you can change it for diversity to change it, that's, I mean, that's yeah, it's diversity not, for diversity's sake is not a good, I don't think that's great. And I hate saying that because there's one side of the comic book world that that's their fucking tagline. And I hate saying that shit. Oh, really? Because I don't, I don't agree with them. Yeah. Diversity for, fuck them. But yeah. what I'm saying is, is if you're going to, I'm all for diverse characters of yeah. all sorts, but it has to make sense. It has to, there has to be a reason besides I want a black chick. You know, I was thinking of, I was thinking of this the other day and, you know, they so you could have a character. I'm gonna get so much shit for what I just said from some of my friends. I know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're you're allowed your opinion, Johnny. And if they I know, can't, I'm gonna, allow, get, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna catch so much hell. And if they can't, and if you know, you just gotta be able to articulate what you mean with your opinions. And and yeah, if, they, well, I if think they're okay I, I with it, then great. If they're not okay with it, then that's the problem nowadays. You you have you have to have, be able to have conversation. You have to be able to have an opinion and not always agree with everything. I would not want okay to live that. in a homogenous society where everybody agrees with every single fucking thing that's out there. It's ridiculous. Matter of fact, if you go on your social media and you tell me if I don't believe in this, then I'm a piece of shit or, you know, we can't be friends, then I don't want to be your friend. Yeah, then fuck you. Yeah, then go away. Because if I can't have a difference of opinion on that differ from yours, that is literally thought policing. Right. You're telling me I can't have a different thought than you because that means I'm a prejudice or I'm a bigot or I'm a racist or I'm a homophobe or whatever simply because I don't believe in something that you believe in. That's thought policing, and that is scarier than anything that I have to say. It's fucking wrong. Yeah. It's, it's how our shit's being ran right now, but that's a whole another topic. Yeah, that's a whole different topic. But so I was thinking about Superman the other day. Yeah. <laughs> nice segue. Yeah. And Superman is all about justice. Yeah, truth, justice, the American way. So why not have a character that can manipulate matter, manipulate reality, or manipulate whatever, okay? Okay. Goes to Superman, and they're having this long discussion, and he goes, you can't understand and provide the justice that you believe you're being because you've only been a white man in America and changed them to a black man. And, I would read that. And now, and, oh my God, <laughs> that now Superman has to deal with the f- fact that he is no longer a white man in America, but he's a black man. And you can even make it where he has to live for so long with no powers and deal with the daily justices that a black man might have to deal with. And then he that, gets his powers back as a black man and then goes to that direction. And they can do that for a while. You know what I mean? And people can freak out and people can can disagree with me and that's fine. You know what I mean? But it's just a cool way to change the character and it's not diversity for diversity's sake. It's having him grow as a character to believe in the justice that he's dispensing. Dude, as a writer, okay, so, so I'll say this as a writer, right? As a writer and a creative person thinking of stories, just the literal challenge of taking an iconic character who has one set of moral beliefs and completely shifting them to a whole new world where they still in their brain have their moral beliefs, but they are experiencing things in an an entirely different way. They never could have in their own. I mean, that's just, that is a a writer's challenge that I, Oh my God, I want to read that. It sounds amazing. Right. I just figured it out. I totally figured it out. That's how you could do it. Now, what's funny is they kind of did that with Lois Lane. Yeah. um, Back in the seventies with seventies. Yeah. uh, Superman's girlfriend Lois Lane issue. Yeah, he put her in a in a, in a machine. 
Yeah, it's called I. It's uh, the the I am black story. I call black story where she changes herself to black to experience life as a black woman, which is everyone's like, oh, it's a hugely racist issue. It's not fucking racist. I mean, it's but you can, it's it's. I mean, you can say it's racist, but it's like it's literally she's trying to understand the point of view of somebody else. I think you have a, a black writer do that story. You'd have to to get to get the nuances. You'd have to. Yeah, and it's just it'd be cool, man, and it'd be a fun, it'd be a cool read to to, to read that. And it's not about changing it for diversity. It's about growing him as a character so it's, that it's, he is yeah. dispensing the justice that he's espouting, but not doing it from one vision and one version that he's lived. Well, it's the same kind of concept, but to take into a further extreme of like uh, yeah. the Superman, Superman True Brit. You ever read that one? No. It was written by John Cleese and Howard Johnson um, back in the early 2000s. It's a basically John what Cleese if Superman. Monty Python? John Cleese and Monty Python. Awesome. Yep. It was what if Superman landed in London, right? So it's kind of it's kind of like speeding bullets where what if Superman landed in Gotham, that kind of thing. I mean, it's a little different because it's not like the current Superman being switched and then yeah. having to learn something else, which I think that, that right there is a hu- an amazing twist to it. Yeah. But it's like, you know, do Superman growing up in different places, like Superman Red Sun, right? Superman being a communist. Like where he how he grows up is going to change the kind of hero he's going to be in the end. Yeah. And just having him. Having the Superman we know today with all of his morals and values of, of growing up on a Midwestern farm in Kansas and then being switched to this whole dip and having making him black and grow up on the streets of Chicago or some shit. I mean, that's going to make for an incredibly different kind of story. Yeah, I think it'd be fun and <clears throat> I, I'd love to see him do it. What would be cool, though, is if they did that right, if, if that was what they did and then when they flipped it to make him to where he was black growing up there is he went back to being a kid and grew up not knowing he was white Superman when there was, and there was no white Superman and it grew up and see how it goes. And then when he gets to an adult, the same age he was when he switched. All the memories fled back. <clears throat> I, well, I, they, they fled back or the, 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 the guy who the reality switcher who came in, came back and <clears throat> you could, he got, he, he got to compare the two, the two of them got to meet and, com- and, to, and compare notes to each other. Yeah. Oh, I think it'd be better for it as an internal struggle, though. Like all right, the make memories it, make... come flooding back of both life ex- experiences. Yeah. So they're side and by they get... side, and they're and they're going through. Now you have this man of duplicity that right. is not there today. Compare, compare, and contrast the different like yeah. different stages of their life. That'd be oh my god, that'd be so cool. <laughs> <clears throat> all right. I don't. Think so I'm gonna do that uh, with anybody but Superman. Like I it think wouldn't Superman matter your with Batman. Little best bet. It, w- it wouldn't matter with Batman. Yeah, it wouldn't matter with Wonder Woman. It wouldn't matter. I don't think it would matter. I mean, people might crucify me for that statement, but I don't think it, it wouldn't matter with Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman grew up as an Amazon. I mean, if literally taking Wonder Woman out of the Amazon changes everything, everything about her character. Yeah, Superman is uniquely alien, and he fell into a white society who, and he happens to be white. Yeah. So if you like, change that, and then and the fact that he's very much. Uh, I know you hate this, but he's very much the Boy Scout, so he's very much justice, truth, and all that kind of stuff. And but it's all for throughout since he's started, it's a very one-sided, narrow viewpoint. And now you can really well, change it. That'd be interesting. You know what's funny? I was reading. This, I was looking at some old Golden Age Superman comics, yeah. and he was a much he was a much more asshole in the Golden Age. Oh yeah, like, there was one where this guy's robber has a gun, and he. The gun goes. He's gonna go shoot somebody. And the guy, Superman's like, "No, I'm gonna take your gun. I'm gonna shoot you." And then he pulls the gun back and he he shoots he shoots the gun at the guy. The next panel is he. You see his hand come in and catch the bullet real quick. He goes, "Next time, I won't catch it." <laughs> That's like the first Batman, the, the very first one. He freaking hangs <laughs> right. that guy. You're like, "Well, he's a monster." I'm like, "Oh my god!" 
<laughs> but he did. It's like what? like Batman doesn't murder anybody. The first freaking Batman number one, he fucking hangs a guy from his plane and like flies around with the, the dude hanging. <laughs> well, like Superman, you know, Superman doesn't kill or whatever. But in Action Comics number one, the first guy he fights, he throws him like three miles across town. The guy didn't live. Yeah. You know? So it's. I mean, the Golden Age was a fun time where you could. Oh, that's murder. I mean, <laughs> it was great. That's funny. Oh, you know what? So then the Verge has another. Um, going back to Buffy, uh, Bam- the Buffy Vampire Slayer reboot showrunner clarifies it's not a reboot. Monica a- Awusu Breen's tweeted reassurance imply it's a twenty years later sequel series with a new Slayer. That's cool. I could, that, I mean, that'd, that'd be cool. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Like the, I, I think the fact that they say once in a generation a new Slayer is born, I think it's I, I think that allows you to do whatever you want when it comes to that kind of stuff. But do you still call it Buffy, though? That's the thing. Because it's a new Slayer. It had to be called whatever that Slayer's name is, the Vampire Slayer, not Buffy. Yeah. Who cares, though? So it can be- but I'm not saying I'm, I'm on. I'm totally yeah. fine with that. Yeah. You, you know? can say Kendra, the Vampire Slayer, or Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, or Tina, the Vampire or- Slayer, or Chloe. Or Steve, the Vampire Slayer. Or Steve, the Vampire Slayer. Why can't he be a guy? You I, think all, I think all of the Vampire Slayers are women, though. They are. Yeah. They are. So there you but go. But what if it's, what if it's, what if it was Steve and now he's, you know, Sheila? Can he be, what, can't, why can't he be the Vampire Slayer? Or why can't she be the Vampire Slayer now? Oh, see, now you're getting into how would you, okay. That's an interesting topic right there. It is. It is. So could, could a trans? Could yeah. A, a, because Could somebody born physically male who believes that they are female because that's the way they're, that, that they yeah, are, yeah. could they be the born of the vampire? If their slayer? gender pronoun is, is is her. Yeah. Then, you know, ugh, that gets into it says they have to be. It, it says they have to, you know, it doesn't say they have, and then all slayers are female, whatever, but, you know. They are for all intents and purposes. Besides what's in their pants, they're you know they are a female. Yeah, you know. So does that qualify? That that'd be an interesting story to read too. <laughs> that would be an interesting story. You know, like I like it. Oh yeah, that would be crazy. Like like a boy is like a someone's born a boy. Yeah, and then. Like is tap. They know that he, that he's going to be a vampire slayer, and then once his turn is called, you know he's already has these thoughts, or he's you know he already is identifying. Already, he's already identified the thoughts in his head. Yeah, they are. I mean, yeah, she, I don't she, feel like a boy. There. I I feel like a girl. You know that whole thing. I don't. I can't pretend to know any of that stuff, but you get what right. I'm trying to say. Speculate on what, on what we've read and heard because it's not us. Right, you know, right. We're trying, try, <laughs> trying to understand what we've heard well, and talked to people about. Trying not to be, uh, what's the word, offensive. <laughs> well, try not to be offensive and ignorant about yeah, it. Too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Think, you know, but that would be inter- that would be an interesting read, or at least an interesting take on the whole thing. That would be. I I I would read that. I would buy that book and read it in a heartbeat. <laughs> I bet it would do pretty well. It would do really well in this in this day and age. I think. I want right to. Right, right. I, I still want to see the black Superman though. I th- I think, I think that yeah. would do well. Yeah. I think. So all right, all right, all right. So what we do on this episode? I'm going to cut out the I'm going to cut out the story idea for Black Superman. I'll, I'll I'll send off to DC for a pitch. Okay. And then I'll cut out our our trans Buffy idea. And I'll send off the Dark Horse for a pitch. Boom Studios. Is it, oh is it Boom Studios now? Yeah. Oh yeah. So you said, you yeah. Said Boom. Stuff. Yeah. Boom Studios signed an exclusive with Joss. Whedon. That's right. It was it was Dark Horse before. Now it's Boom. Okay, so send off to Boom Studios, and we're like, all right, just just have somebody write this. Just give us credit for the idea. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> Although, what's truth be told, though, don't ever send your ideas off to a writer because they can't read them and they get pissed. 
What do you mean? So don't don't ever tweet like Richard Cadry or Donny Cates about your idea for Sandman slamming your idea for Venom or Spider Man because yeah. they literally can't they literally cannot read them. Okay. And any idea any idea you give them that they were going to do they now can no longer do. Oh. So if you tweet at Dan, Danny Cates right now and give him an idea for a Venom or Spider-Man story, yeah. and he was le- legit already working on something that was extremely similar to that, yeah. he would have to be like, you have to choose, okay, if I print this, there's a good chance I can get sued, or somebody can say, I stole this idea, and backlash on us. Right. Legally, I can not I can no longer work on this story. That, that, that's why writers don't read, that, that's why they, you know people don't read unsolicited pitches. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. That's interested. He's like... So Don, Donny Cates did a whole thing on. I was reading on Twitter. He yeah, said, people like, people email me their manuscripts and their story ideas, and I just hit delete. I cannot open them. Yeah, you know. And if 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 you mail it to the office, we just throw it in the trash. We cannot look at unsolicited story ideas. That makes sense. I mean, it it's sad, you know, because I don't understand why they can't just say, "Oh, we already had this idea," and then contact that person. Look, but this is a great but, idea, the, but we were already working on something very similar to this. We want to. Sh- then it comes. To, then it comes down to prove it. Yeah, but Jesus Christ, come on. Prove prove your idea was first. They take you to court. Then you're in court for it. Oh trying having God. to prove your idea was before theirs. It's it's a whole legal thing. Yeah. That's, that's why. No, I, I get it. I get it. But Dad, dude, that's so just so jaded. You know what I mean? People are just yeah. so cynical. Like, you know, there's. I'm sure I'm not the only person's ever thought of Black Superman and and thought of a way to do it and thought of that even that way of doing it. You know, I don't think it's that original. That someone's like, oh my god, I how you know? <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a, it's not, it's not about that. It's about like you know, even if if they read in a thousand pitches and they read all thousand pitches, and out of the thousand pitches, twenty of them were ideas they had, and yeah. out of those twenty ideas, they go forward with them. One of them takes them to court. Yep. That's hundreds of thousands of dollars. No, I get it. No, I no, I get it. It's just unfortunate that that that's out there. You know, it is. It is. And I get it too because what? what if you're the guy that came up with the idea and they didn't have that idea and they go, "Oh my god, that's a great idea. We're just going to yeah. steal it." Exactly. Which I'm sure to, I, has happened. It ha- both scenarios I, I'm sure have has happened. I will tell you a story off of the air of that happening very recently to somebody I know. Oh, wow. So there you go. So yeah, and that's 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 I I think that's a good spot to end it. <laughs> <laughs> Things being said off air. There you guys yeah, go. Yeah. All right. Well, we're spoiler country. Hey, you know what? What? I'm gonna we're gonna do our whole spiel, our exit that we always do. And I'm kind of yeah. curious because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, and we're like the only ones that do it at the end. Everybody does I, it I at know. the beginning. Because I just want to jump into it and get to the topic, but I get it. Yeah, know. I'm wondering if we should switch this up next time. And what do we do at the end? Bye. Yeah, they just <laughs> end mean, the conversation. Uh, fine. All right. Well, because you have the, the bleed in of the music. Like everybody yeah, cares yeah. about. Those. Anyways, we are Sport the Country. We are heard everywhere podcasts are heard. We're on all the social medias. Uh, I think we're going to start. We're not on all the social medias. That's a lie. We're on a lot of the social medias. And I think we're going to try to start a minds.com uh, social media account, which is uh-huh. interesting. Um, I've seen quite a few people on there. I sent you the link. I want you to check it out. It's just minds, M I N D S.com. So right. we might be coming on there shortly. 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 And then we also have a tell me you've called so that our number is still good. <laughs> our number is still good. Yay. It is 707-656-2080. One more time. 707-656-2080. Call. 
Leave us a voicemail. Tell us how much you love us. Tell us how much our or, Black Superman idea is the best one ever. Or, or tell us how much you don't like Henry. Yeah. That's fine, too. Yeah. Tell him, t- give me the hate. Go ahead. Make me yeah. feed off your hate. <laughs> don't give me the hate. I am fragile and will cry. Please don't. Uh, you can also email us at spoilercountry.gmail.com. We have a website, scpod.net, which has some great articles by us and by Jay Roach, and all of our stuff is up there, and we're going to work on updating that with some cool stuff here pretty soon. And uh, we are, as Kendrick said, everywhere you want to listen to us at, and tell everybody about us, because we love talking. You know what? Actually, before we go, if people are actually still listening at this point, right. send- if you are, thank yeah, you. Yeah, if you are, thank you. If you, if you. if you think about it, you can get on our Facebook page, or you can tweet at us, tell me why the relationship with Buffy and Angel is okay. If it is. Yeah. Or let us know that you agree with us and it may be something that you would have done different to make it okay. Yes. Essentially, you just said, listeners of our show, tweet at us and defend pedophilia. <laughs> that's not what I mean. No, that's terrible. <laughs> How would you change it to make their relationship better? Let's put it that way. <laughs> that's the better way to put it. There you go. How do you defend pedophilia? Uh, yeah. Uh, you don't defend pedophilia. I don't want to read that. <laughs> I don't want that shit in my tweet feed. <laughs> uh, all right. Don't forget to open the mind. Read more. Oh, God. See you later. <laughs> oh, my God. Pedophilia. Sell your babies. Don't sell your babies. <laughs> don't buy babies. 